Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we go where we've gone once before, but now we're going to do it again. That's stretching it. I know. <laughs> so here today we go through, we go to our Star Trek month again, and we have Star Trek 3, The Search for Spock. My name is Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. And who do we have on the line today? This is Jeff Dewaskin. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful. How are you, man? And Jeff, you want to do any plugs while we're here? Sure, I'm the, I have a podcast, the host of Live from Detroit, the Jeff Dwoskin Show. Mm -hmm. Find out where all your favorite podcasts are. It's a pop culture interview show. Okay. So, yeah. I'm excited to be here. I'm out, everybody. I'm just... yeah. We're actually subbing to your show, actually, as we're talking to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah, so... All right, gang, so here we are to talk about the search for Spock, my favorite bad Star Trek movie of all time. I really liked it. I, I like it, <laughs> too, but my... It's kind of dodgy. Oh, it's, even, it's even a not. bad Star Trek movie is still pretty okay as far as movies go. It's so, like pizza? Great, but... yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, like pizza. Well, yeah. The joke goes, it's like pizza and sex. Even when it's bad, it's still good. That's yeah. not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> Maybe it's not true for sex, but it's pretty true for pizza. No, I've had really bad pizza. Yeah, we, we've I had... Can't, I can't really say much about the sex part, but I definitely could say about pizza. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad orgasm. I think that was... Oh, um, oh fuck it. Who cares? doesn't matter. <laughs> Citation needed. Uh, it, uh... Well, a bad one would be a ruined one. <laughs> what the hell? Who was it? It was Woody Allen. I think that was Woody Allen. Ew. Oh, cold tray uh, pizza. That's why I was like, yeah, yes. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a cold, tray, cold tray pizza with no cheese on it. Yeah. That is not pizza. <laughs> that's crust, tomato crust on bread. <laughs> I had an amazing pizza yesterday. It had pickles oh. on it. What? I've what? had that. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. It was, it was uh, from some local pizza joint. And it was pickles, but it was kind of like the pickles that you would get like on a McDonald's hamburger. Yep. Okay. You and Dan are going to get along just fine. It was fine. amazing. Amazing. I yep. never would have thought, but... There's a so place good. about... A, so good. There's a yeah. place about an hour from here. Um, is it Town Spa? Town Spa Pizza. It's yeah. in Middleborough, I think, but no, they have... No, it's in Stoughton. Stoughton, sorry. <laughs> it's near the Ikea. But they have, a, they have a pickle pizza, which... When, last time I went there, I'm like, this sounds horrifying. I need to yes. try it. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. So it's revolting? I want more? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's revolting. I hate it. You want more? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dana. Yep. That's next month. <laughs> I can't help but throw, we throw in here. Oh, man. So we got to get one thing off the rip here, and I've got to actually just read something. We have... Um, Something I have tried, and we are partially sponsored this month by Perfume.com. Uh, Perfume.com has come up with a few uh, Star Trek branded perfumes, and I'm wearing one right now, actually. It smells like you're gonna go out to a fancy dinner with a suit. Uh, oh my. And <laughs> <laughs> just read this here, and I cannot help but read this as a certain favorite cast member of Star Trek. Sulu Porhome, the perfect fragrance for a man who has done everything, whether they'd be cataloging exotic plants, collecting antique firearms, or piloting agent helicopters in advanced starships. It's more to, than just choosing to live your life with style. 
Sulu-dives straight to the soul and allows you to release your own intergalactic man or mystery with a jaunt, fearless, swashbuckle of a man who rather... Whether he's exerting a weapon in a sword fight or commanding an Excelsior-class starship, is always ready for action. Oh my. Oh my. Sulu, available at Perfume.com. I saw another random ad. I'm in a Star Trek uh, meme group, and I saw someone post an ad from Perfume.com. I don't know if this was an old one or if it's like it just came out. They have... The Ponfar perfume. Oh my yeah. god! And I'm like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, smell like Vulcan puberty. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah. And there's one part of this movie that where they, where they talk about Ponfar. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, that one gets kind of awkward. It's like things happened. <laughs> yeah. A safe for work hand job yeah. is the best way to describe it. It was a Vulcan handy. Yeah. It was, it was a, literally a hand job, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, here. Oh, uh, well, Jeff, I just want to make sure you didn't walk away, huh? <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay. Well, all right. So we have Star Trek Three: Search for Spock, the 1984 classic, um, and we find out why. Actually, just doing a little bit of reading on it, um, as to why Leonard Nimoy died in the last film. Yeah, what's up with that? Because he directed this movie. Yeah, he did. Yep, and he needed to be he kind also, of off camera for a while. He also wrote it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it said the producer wrote it. I mean, it was multiple people. Oh, story by, okay, story by him and someone else. We found Spock. He was behind the fourth wall. (laughs) We were Spock. Oh, my God. We were Spock. The search for Spock. We were Spock. It was within you all. We were Spock the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) The search for Spock. Did you check behind the couch? (laughs) Did you find anything? (laughs) Did you find... Jeff, did you have Spock? (laughs) all right so let's jump on into this one because man this one holy cow it starts off with a captain's log and i mean it starts (laughs) up like eight minutes after the last movie right okay this is the part that i got a gripe about is where he says i'm feeling a little bit distant and i'm feeling a little melancholy and i wonder why (laughs) Your, your fracking friend just died, your, dude. Yeah, your best friend yeah. just died in front of you. Yeah, it, yeah you're going to have a you, bit of melancholy. I, it just right away, I'm like, you, your friend died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your friend died here, so Federation Starship returns to Earth with a, a battle with a superhuman con and who tried to destroy the Enterprise by detonating an experimental terraform device known as Genesis. The casualty... Sega! <laughs> I was behind a Genesis this morning. Yeah. Uh, there's a vehicle, and I drove into work, and I'm thinking to myself, "Yeah, that sounds about right." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, yeah, it's a it's a it's a car manufacturer, Genesis, yeah. which yeah. I never knew about no. until like Wait. last year. Yeah, really? It, yeah, that's why yeah. I was like, I was really surprised by it. So I'm like, oh, I never knew Genesis yeah. to work. Okay. So huh. I, yeah, last year, last year, somebody on my route, uh, I'm a letter carrier. Uh, somebody on my route got a new car, and it was a Genesis brand, whatever. I think they their their car names are like the 
the BMW thing was basically just like letters and numbers. Oh, like okay. Q50 yeah. or whatever. Oh, oh I'm looking yeah. at Genesis. What is that even from? And then uh, randomly I heard a commercial from one of the million and a half podcasts I listened to that was talking about the new luxury Genesis SUV Q8 B whatever. How have I never heard about this? Yeah, They're apparently pretty obscure because I had no clue up until about a year ago. They hang out in Dartmouth. (laughs) Yeah. All right. (laughs) Jeff, have you ever heard of that? The car? No. Yeah. Yeah, somebody somebody at a law office on my route bought one, and it's the you know the only one I've ever seen. Huh? That's that's damn strange. All right. Well, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. That's weird too. So the casualties of the fight include James T. Kirk's Vulcan front Spock, whose casket was launched into space and eventually lands on a planet created by the Genesis device, Mm -hmm. called the Genesis Planet, creatively. Which, I mean, hey, if it works, right? (laughs) Upon arriving at the Earth space dock, Dr. Leonard McCoy begins acting strangely. Oh, yeah. Now, (laughs) I'm so glad they had the 1910s football team guarding his room. (laughs) Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) The security team's... Worst costumes. (laughs) Did they they have, like... I think at this point, like some of the silent films were going into like you know copyright freedom or something, yeah. or they were good, they were going up there and they're like, okay, hey, we have Harold Lloyd's, uh, ca- you know, uh, Harold Lloyd's equipment coming out, <laughs> like you know, hey, why don't we just put them in this? Like, see, it, it definitely leans into yeah. the uh, into the old school feel of hmm. original and uh, uh, of the original series, they, of the original yeah. Star Trek. They are capable of better armor because the Klingons have more armor. I think armor. that's where most of the costume budget went because ah. Klingon, Klingon clothing is complicated. Yeah. But true. I, it's I've Oh my god, is there like an actual set of garments and like rules for garments and shit? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I mentioned it I mentioned it last I mentioned it last week, but I've played o- almost <laughs> five hundred hours of Star Trek online. Yeah. And I wanna say a solid hundred of that was just messing with the costumes just on the Klingon side of things. Wow. There are so many ridiculous options. Wow. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn. Right. Deep weeb. <laughs> yeah. It's like paper dolls, but virtual. Okay, we went We went deep weeb. As soon as the Grissom showed up, I knew exactly what starship, what class he of did. starship was, that was. I'm like, that's an Oberth. He was why do I know he that? He's like, this is this, this is that. I'm like, okay. It's <laughs> like, so oh, God, why do I know that? Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 so I gotta give credit to DeForest Kelly, who oh god plays <laughs> a really good Leonard Nimoy. He did the best oh, Nimoy impression. So good. I, I love the eyebrow the whole time because it almost looked like he, he was yeah. like in pain doing it. It's just like eyebrow. Oh god, yeah. I'm doing this now. Yeah. I, just, I love the fact that he when he starts talking like Spock and he's like. You could already tell, like, they came to him and said, okay, so you're going to be Spock right yeah. now, so just go with it. And he was like, fuck yeah, I've been waiting all this like, all this time for this. <laughs> yeah, like nearly 20 years at, yeah. at this They're point. The, yeah, yeah the Bones, Bones and Spock are the the best friends that ca- still kind of hate each other just a little bit. Yeah. it's And, you know, we all have that one friend. We have that, that we all, well, it might be me for most of you, but yeah. uh, one friend that... Yeah, he's your friend, but he's going to make fun of you mercilessly, and he's going to pick on you, and he's going to be just argumentative. Yeah. And that's, that's, Spock and, that's Spock and McCoy's relationship right there. 
And honestly, Spock, after a while, was doing it just to get on McCoy's nerves. Yeah. Which yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 You're right. <laughs> right. One was logic and one was science. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I used to love the back and forth in the old episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they had something. I think one episode where I, I can't remember it entirely or something like they were basically... Um, they basically somebody was in a massive amount of pain and you know they just went I think it was the I think it was actually one of the TV time machine episodes uh, the oh, TV no, time machine no. when, when they went down to the freezing planet yep the end uh, yeah. with, the, with the double Kirk yeah yeah or they went down there and he basically gave him what was you know and uh, Spock couldn't understand it's like okay he's in pain and he basically just gave him aspirin Yep. You know, and just did, like, he did the most logical thing, and he just couldn't understand it. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I, I loved it. I, and I think, yeah, I think DeForest Kelly playing it at some point, like, okay, you know it's an actor, you know it's something, but he's, the scene where he grabs him, and you see, like, they go into Spock's room, and he grabs Dr. McCoy, and he's like, are you okay? And it's like, you know, remember. And, and McCoy is just looking. He's looking haggard. He's all kind. He's yeah. just. He's. I mean, he looks kind of gaunt to start with, but he's looking like extra pale. And I don't know. I'm assuming it was like contacts or something. But what they did with his eyes was yeah. damned creepy. And that's yeah. like with yeah. lighting and just that, just that haunted kind of yeah. drained look in his eyes. It's like he, these pe- these people are fantastic actors. And yes, even to a certain extent, William Shatner. <laughs> Um, <laughs> see, but in this one, with uh, without Ricardo Montalban in it, uh, Shatner is back to eating the most scenery. Yeah, uh, he is. He is gnawing on the walls. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know. I just had it in my head that they were like, you know, all at a bar, like two or three years before this movie. Yeah. It was like, hey, let me do my Spock impression, impression yeah. for you. Yeah. And then Leonard Nimoy was like, you know what? I have an idea. It's like, I have an idea. You're going to regret this later. <laughs> so, You're going to play me. So yeah, McCoy is having a real rough go of things. Uh, they eventually, you know, they do get back to Earth space dock and they find out that the Enterprise is not going to get refit. It's not going to be... It's, yeah, it's decommissioned. They're going to decommission her. Yeah, Jeff, what did you think about that, man? So they were going to decommission it? Yeah. I think, were, I think they were playing on just how old they are. Wait, I wanted to make an yeah. observation. Sure, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, jump in any time, yeah, man. Just, yeah. yeah, straight up so, interrupt uh, me if you need to. You can raise your hand. Ahead, but has Sarek shown up yet in your timeline? Um, I believe he... Sh- uh, I. Because weren't yeah. they docked already when they when they realized someone had been, uh, been in Spock's room? I'm trying to remember, right? Okay. Yes. They were no, close, no. yeah. They were, they were close to space dock yeah. when they found out someone was in Spock's room, found out it was Bones. They docked, they got their whole commendation thing, and then, because they were back home, like uh, Kirk was at his, in his home, is when Sarek shows up. Right. So, so yeah, we're getting right to that. where it gets a little it's funny, right? So you got, you got Bones... Doing a killer Nimoy. Yep. Yeah. Minutes upon minutes upon minutes. Sarek shows up, says, Jim, you're, <laughs> you're, you, you left Spock behind. 
E, you have his essence. How could you do that? And he's like, I don't have his essence. And everyone's like, who could have it? Where could this essence be? Let's go to the tapes. Star Trek Two tapes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we need to go far enough back. Play it back some more. We, we, we need we to fill in bones. Oh, the guy that was just imitating Spock for the last five minutes of the movie. Right. That's who has it. <laughs> You're in the middle of space fighting Klingons and, and Romulans, and this didn't occur to you, right? It's like, it's like come, it's like come on, James. This is not the weirdest thing to happen to you this week. Never mind, you know, of all time. <laughs> Who got Spock? Oh yeah. Like, oh my god. I just oh. wanted to like show the well, let's show footage of the better movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's remind people why this is supposed to be good. Yeah, it, but it, it, you're right. It really is the B-reel at that point. You know, yeah. it, it really is the B-reel of it. And I'm looking at the... It's instant cassettes. It, They're yeah. in stores before the movie is finished. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong genre. <laughs> the, the Not really. The all killed me. Oh, God. Oh yeah, where they when they found the um when they when they found Spock's body on the Genesis that we were talking about. Oh, oh yeah, it's just like uh, life form detected. Blip 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 blip. It's like I think I played this game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it yeah. was that adventure or was that River Raider? That's what I was thinking of. It was like yep. adventure. No, it's fucking ET. Yeah. Oh. No. Oh. Here's the thing. Here's the, if they had given him like maybe ten minutes more, ET could have been a decent game. Yeah. The problem is they just he had no time to make that. Yeah. And it's just like, what is happening? I'm confused. His name yeah. is too long. Oh God, I'm uncomfortable. Oh man, yeah. It did seem like adventure. Like you just wanted to see like the cam. The camera would pan a little bit, and it would be like this. You know, this planet was made by the Genesis. <laughs> yeah. And, like, just, and over on the other <laughs> screen, you just see little dot. The little dot hero with his mouse point sword killing a duck that's supposed to be a dragon it's like oh oh god that was a, that was a stupid game but i loved it oh yeah i played it so much and kids if you are confused about what we just talked about go ahead and ask your parents make them feel old yeah go ahead and ask like your parents us. and then learn about rf adapters and whatever that stupid what? little prong thing was to stick on the back of your old tv oh god you had to make sure you're on channel three and sometimes it didn't work there's a uh, there's a show on netflix I think, I think it's on netflix right now it's like a little mini series called yeah. I, I don't know it's called high school or something like that it's about the beginning of video games they interview the guy who made et really yeah i uh, i remember I can picture the guy in my head. I can't remember his name, but I remember him from commercials on uh, G4, remember? Oh, God, G4. Because yeah. he made a bunch of really good games. He's like, I made this, and I worked on Sinistar. Right. And uh, I made E.T. <laughs> it's called High Score. High okay. Score. High sc- I've like, seen this. It's a little miniseries, and they talk about, like, like, miss, like they talk about all these different... They talk about e- the, the guy from E.T. and, like, um, just a lot of the beginnings of Donkey Kong and... Nintendo and all that kind of stuff and how they used to do the Nintendo helplines and it was all manual because you know they didn't have right computers they were ac- yeah. you know, actually people hold, like hanging back with like binders just binders, like alright yeah and like Pac-Man Miss Pac-Man was actually this group that was making a hack to make Pac-Man better yeah and they, they ended up getting bought and uh, yeah it's a really cool show yeah oh wow I am gonna have to check that I have out. seen that a while back yeah <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's really good. Netflix can sponsor us now. We welcome your money. Yes. Money, please. While we're at it, we kind of need a new mattress. So, uh, Casper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, I'll sell out for you. We need a new mattress. Oh. <laughs> Dude, we sold out for perfume. I'll gladly take yeah, a mattress, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Perfume.com. Meanwhile, it does say Tiberius. Tiberius, for the perfume for a man who needs to chew the scenery. Tiberius. <laughs> I think my favorite is uh, is the red shirt cologne. It's like, for when you need to smell expendable. <laughs> red shirt. <laughs> yeah, red shirt. We're not giving you a specific character, because let's face it, you're all interchangeable. Red shirt, when you don't need a backstory. <laughs> red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's Ensign Ricky. Oh, guess who's not there's coming a, back dude, no, there's, a, uh, there's a perfume called the Red Shirt Cologne mm-hmm. on Perfume.com, and there's several others, too. There's, there's, um, there's Tiberius. Yeah, there's Tiberius, oh, there's Sulu, there's Red the Shirt, and apparently Pompfar. <laughs> yeah, Pompfar, too. What the hell? Like, it's like, yes. Yeah. Here's pheromones. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Put on this like cologne. Yeah, put on this cologne Ready? and go hit your best friend with a stick. Axe for nerds. So you put on this cologne and then go hit your best friend with a stick. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for something. Just to, you know, Let them just come out with Klingon cologne. Uh, that's just going to be a bunch of ma- m- uh, mashed up worms that you rub on yourself. They <laughs> oh, call it gach. You eat it raw. <laughs> and wriggling. Speaking of Klingons, okay, you yes. have crew. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, commander of the Klingon vessel here, who is Christopher Lloyd. Yep. Yes, the weirdest Holy choice. Crap. The okay. weirdest choice for a Klingon in my in my estimation. Okay, I mean I know Kaz has seen this. Jeff, have you ever seen the original show Taxi? Of course. Okay. Here's my fan theory on this, and I'm, I'm not going to roll for it. We'll do it later. But I have the idea that G- uh, Jim Ignatowski fell into a time warp and had to become a Klingon in order to survive. <laughs> he used the DeLorean, duh. Yeah. All right, you want to go Doc <laughs> Brown? Okay, fine. But it's still, he yeah, but, just... Yeah, but was he frozen today? <laughs> oh, my God. He was actually quite the opposite by the end of this movie. But, yeah, you know, we'll, get well there. true, but still, he just... Well, he didn't have the high ground. Yeah. No. no. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but it I just... I have the high ground. I've got advantage. Come on. Holy... But it just... I, I draw parallels to it. It's like, I wanted prisoners. And it just turns and goes, ow. <laughs> <laughs> like... It, there's a lot. He was great. Yeah, oh, he was awesome. He was awesome. He's, de- he's definitely another over-the-top villain. He's yeah, but he's he's, he's so the villain bad. that continually kills his own men. He's just yeah. like this is a bad management style. Yeah. It's like you don't. Hey, no. The guy that uh, blew up the ship had uh, had it coming. Yeah. 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 I didn't realize that one of his subordinates was John Larroquette, though. Yep. I yes. Gonna, I was just going to say that. Yeah. And I, like I, I was looking through the cast and mm-hmm. I saw it was John Larroquette. And then, even after looking at the picture again, I yeah. never in a million years would have guessed no, that. No, it's no. crazy. And it's like, and you can't even necessarily, until you actually know that it's him, you don't necessarily even hear it. In yeah. His voice is just like, and she's, Joss was like, that's, that's John Larroquette. I'm like, yeah. no. And the next time we talked, I'm like, fuck, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It is John Larroquette, and when you see it, it's even with a really and, upsetting mustache. 
Klingon <laughs> facial hair is a is a is a thing, man. Yeah, it's a thing. It's it's sort of even every review of this movie has said the same thing. That's John Larroquette. <laughs> I don't even like, know who that is. Uh, the um, judge from Night Court. Yeah. Never watched that. No. The judge. No, no, he wasn't no. the judge. He was the prosecutor. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I had it. Yeah, I had it mixed up. Um, did you ever see the movie Blind Date? No. Did you ever see the TV show The Librarians? No. You're not gonna know who John Larroquette is then. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna find a non-Klingon picture of him for you, so we will. Con- <laughs> we can continue. Yeah. It just now. Here, here's John Larroquette. Right. Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. He was, uh, he was is, on it quicker than me. We'll okay, find something. Okay, what's funny about this, though, is, is Emmy Award-winning John Larroquette. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> true. He was I in have, Richie Rich. I have this really weird... Yes, uh, he is. I saw that <laughs> so long ago. Um, I, had, I have this really weird thing where I can pick out actors that I yeah. know that are super young in movies like, oh, it's that random dude from yeah. this, because... Um, Mr. Or, or am I thinking of the wrong movie? Mr. Adventure is he in this one? Uh, Mr. Adventure is in this one. Okay, the the it is in this one. The guy that uh, Uhura is with, who she makes go sit in the closet. Yeah, yeah. The, the um, overexcited guy who doesn't think this is real, and then all of a sudden, oh, oh, shoot! She pulled he, a gun on me. Um, he was in a movie that we all watched together yeah. uh, called um, Secret Admirer. He oh, plays go- the oh asshole God. boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, the one that had Aunt Becky in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Somebody lived on a houseboat. Yeah. Uh, no. She was gonna go for a oh, for a uh, going... study abroad, like out on a boat. It was like a, a a semester of school out on a boat. Yeah. By the end of it, and you know they had to have the you know running. No, don't go. It wasn't an airport. It was like a dock, and he like and they jumped up. in the water. It's yeah. it's mm. pointless. Um, and then, um, I one just, of the I other... I just remember cereal with, uh, orange juice. Yes. Uh, no, not cereal with orange juice. It was yeah. Fruit Loops with chocolate syrup. Let's get it right. Um, Still, regardless. <laughs> but, uh, no, the other guy who's just random dude who I don't even think has a name, but is pushing buttons, um, we've been watching The Stand recently. Yeah. And yeah. the original miniseries, The Stand, is, like, one of my favorite mm. things ever. And the guy who plays... Um, what is his name? The one that's in prison. Uh, Lloyd. He plays Lloyd. He's yeah. in. That's that actor. He was also from the original from the original miniseries. from the original miniseries. He's also he was also in uh, NCIS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's passed away a couple of years ago. But it's that guy. Is that, yeah, huh. it's, 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 it's may really, not recognize his name, but it's just like I've seen this guy in a hundred different. I, yes. I have this really weird thing where I can pick people out. Like, oh, yeah. it's that dude from this random thing that I've seen eighteen years ago. Okay. Yeah. Damn. I, no. I can't remember the name of it or anything like that. But so damn, I, 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 I can. Who was just picking is. out random people? Going, <laughs> you had a career, and you had a career. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those. It's just like they appear out of nowhere, much like the the Klingon spaceship. Yeah. That. Yep. It's a hell of a cloaking device that they have. When you can see like the the the, the generalized ripples. outline yep. of it, and then you find that. Did anybody see that it really just looked like a toy? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what most of this was really. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. That stuff looked good, but it was the green that yeah. Yeah, it it just. Have you ever seen I'm, the TV show um, Red Dwarf? No. It looks like Starbucks. The color of Starbucks from yeah. Red Dwarf. Yeah. 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 Jeff, have you seen Red Dwarf? Red. Yeah. I've 
not seen Red Dwarf. It's a, huh. Brit- it's a British sci-fi show that came out in the late 80s, early 90s, and has actually continued on for a while, because there's like 12 or 14 seasons of it. Yeah, huh. it's, um, it's not serious in the slightest. Oh God, it is no. full-on oh. comedy. It's completely wild. Oh, okay. it's, a, it's a full-on yeah. comedy. It's 300, uh, was it, 3 million years in the future, and, yeah. and one particular cat on the ship has evolved into like mm. its own sentient species. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. check it out. Yeah. You like Holmes and Yo-Yo, you'll like this. Yeah, huh? okay. it's, it's yeah. fun. And yeah. speaking of Holmes and Yo-Yo, yeah. what? Yo-Yo shows up in this. What? Uh-huh. The a- the actor who plays... Uh, John like, Shuck? Yep. He is uh, He is the Klingon prosecutor. In the one who's... This mo- I know he's in the next movie. I think it's the next one you're thinking Are we sure? The next... we, watched, we watched both of them last time. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. yeah no, no you're right. One. You're right. He's, yeah. he's in the next one. He's yeah. in the next Something. one as the uh, as the ambassador. Uh, I, My bad. Isn't this? Oh, oh wait, there's um, the next one. It's the next one's where they go to Earth, isn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah. And then five, I think, is the worst one ever made. And then six <laughs> is the um, six is good. I like six. No, yeah. Six I love. Six is six is the one where it's kind of peace and it ends with the Peter Pan thing, right? Right. Yep. Um, yeah. That one. That one had the guy from Christopher Plummer in it. Is it right? Is uh, mm-hmm. is one of the clings from? Is uh, General Chang. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> yep, and he starts. He quotes uh, Shakespeare in the original Klingon. Oh, that's where that's from. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And we find out that Klingon blood is pink. Yeah. Oh. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> what I found funny is we were talking about it last yeah. night, and he has no recollection of five. Yeah, yeah, five. I know I've seen five, but it's just like I'm looking at the plot synopsis. I'm like. Yeah, nah, I, I don't, okay. Yeah. I had something, that five, the thing I, mo- I remember, two things about five. One is, when I saw the preview in the movie theater, it looked amazing, because you can yeah. do that with previews. Yes, you can. Two, and the only thing I remember about it is, it's something maybe Spock's brother, and it's something about God, right? Oh, that whole, what does God need with a starship? Like, oh. I, I, I don't remember. I remember that part gets, forgetting. that part <laughs> gets Spock's goofy. brother, right? I mean, there's something about Spock's brother. Spock has a brother. Yeah, it's like a, it's like his half brother is like the villain yeah. of this. And, and, and Shatner directed it, if I remember correctly. Oh my! Which is why, oh, <laughs> which is why it's that, nonsensical that, and weird. I remember this episode. I remember this movie. Yep. What did I say? Episode. I, I remember okay. this now. <laughs> it's just yeah. like I know I've seen it, but it's just like I'm, I'm like remember. It's like oh yeah, there were these scenes in three, yeah. and there were these scenes yeah. in Voyage Home, and then five. Blank. Yeah. And then six. They were these scenes, and <laughs> it's I like it's literally seen, like so. like missing yeah. real. It's just it's like the, you know, yeah. What? Huh? It's the same thing as when I get to when I think about the room. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, see, the, that's honestly, a blank. The, when you think of, when you think about watching the room, that's your brain kind of shutting that out to protect itself. Because <laughs> that's that's what that movie is about. Five is about Mister. Uh, the crew must deal with Mister. Spock's long lost lost half brother who hijacks the Enterprise for an obsessive search for God at the center of the galaxy. Wow. That doesn't sound very logical. Getting, <laughs> isn't getting to the center of the galaxy, isn't that the point of No Man's Sky? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they turn like, you let Nimoy direct yeah. two movies. I, I'm directing one now. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Put me in the chair. Why don't you... You need to act harder. I think I remember Star Trek Three the most after seeing it in the theater, if that dates me at all, is is thinking it was like a really good made-for-TV movie. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. This this could have been this could have been a decent if they stretched it a little bit. It could have been a two parter. Yeah. For the show it could have been you know pretty good. Um, uh, but it's the second Power Rangers movie. I got it. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's there are parts there that really do that, like you know, like where you have Sarah come in and you know, talk, you know, lecture. We talked about it already, but lecture uh, Jim on the fact that you know, th- you know, who has who has his essence. Yeah, because yeah, it's, Klingon, yeah. No, Klingons. Sorry, uh, Vulcans yeah. are. Just, you know, Vulcans are space elves, so yeah. everything's going to be weird with the yeah. Vulcans. Okay, this didn't, but isn't, are, do they believe in a religion or something? Yes. Like, yeah. spirit, it's because it's, he's like, are, it's a, like, it's a big spiritualism, like, yeah, what's Vulcans, I have to admit, Vulcans are not my favorite, like, Star Trek species, so I don't know that much about them, but they have a big kind of, uh, like, their mysticism is, is such because it's real. Yeah. They can transfer their living essence into another person, mm. and they can do all of this crazy stuff with, like, psychic. Like, it's not so much the, we believe this to be true. It's like, no, this shit works, so that's why we believe that this works. Yeah. It's logical to believe this. Doesn't, it, doesn't Bones actually say something like, um, Vulcan mysticism is not it's something not, I know I know a lot about? Yeah. This is yeah. not my bag. You know better than I do, but uh, can you get him out of my head? Because my brain's getting squared. Yeah. That that's actually a great line. If you guys maybe you know more about Vulcan than I do, then what was when when Sarah comes to him, the assumption is Spock is dead, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so and they know that the uh, his life essence is in his Katra. right? Yeah. So when he, when Sarah begs Kirk to get Spock and go back to Vulcan or climb that whatever mountain. Yep. What, what was he asked? What was the Assuming Spock was dead, what was the end goal of that request? If uh, if Spock was truly dead at that point, it's really nothing nothing more than the ceremony of the thing. Just like yeah. the, it's essentially like a funeral if they couldn't actually bring him back. So then, why did they need bones? Because his katra, his katra was in Bones's head. So was it like releasing his spirit I, or something? And I, Effectively, yes. Yeah. And so they would have released it from Bones. Yeah. yeah. And I think... But, but uh, the reason I, I know this has nothing to do with the movie, I'm just trying to... Like, no, 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 it's all right. Oh, my yeah. God. Now, see, now, granted, but, there... But, are, the, the, some of the uh, angst of Sarek was, oh, then I guess everything he knows he's lost forever. Yes. So there, there had to have been some thing that they were trying to do with that. It couldn't... The only way to not lose it would have been to put it somewhere. <laughs> right. right. Or it's right. possible that they could have... Uh, again, this is this is me kind of guessing so on this one. I'm this sure is there are folks... Sure. It's just guy. It's just us yeah. talking. There are folks out there who know a lot more about it than me, but even if they couldn't get his, like, Katra back into his body, someone else there, one of the priestesses or someone, may have been able to take his knowledge yeah. and be able to do more with it because... A human mind is not designed to deal with Vulcan mysticism no. nonsense. Another Vulcan could have dealt with it better. Yeah. So I I also think that with the relationship between the Vulcans and Spock and his father, that he would have told him about uh, you know Admiral Kirk and his relationship. Mm-hmm. 
And I think I Sarek... Mean, that's, that's why Sarek went to Kirk. He, yeah. assu- he assumed that Spock would have given yeah. him his Contra. Yeah, but, but yeah, and I think that, yeah, right, I agree with you. I think it's like, okay, you got it, let's go. Come on, I want my yeah. son back. And I think it was, you know, as much as it's a logical species, I think he just, like, really just wanted to know his kid was okay. The thing to remember yeah. about Vulcans is yeah. not that they don't have emotion. Mm. They do. Mm-hmm. They have very strong emotions. Yeah. They just culturally keep yeah. it all bottled up. Right. And, you know, Sarek, for all of his, you know, logic and and all of his, you know, bluster, he lost his son. Yeah. Dude, dude's grieving. Yeah. He wants, I, it, he just yeah. he wants some kind of... I absolutely kinda, agree with you. Ah, yeah. uh, okay, okay. Closure. Thank you, Google. <laughs> huh. To Google. I, I Googled to see, you know, if someone else had asked this question, yeah. and they have. Okay. Ooh, cool. Um, Was I close? You were close. Yay. Um, it's basically implied that uh, if they hadn't found his regenerated remains, that um, his soul would be treated as part of, like, the collective, and a piece of them would always be, like, with the Vulcan people, I guess. Like a, so it would mm, kind like of like a collective conscience, like a collective sort of thing. conscious sort of thing. So yeah. he would always like they would all have like a piece of him. Huh. I guess it was it would have been released. Huh. See, we didn't know about the Borg until next gen. So <laughs> uh, uh, this is where it gets really interesting. Now they're gonna go. Oh, st- oh, 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 I, I got a little bit oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah. In several of the novels, the soul is transferred to a stone where it can be mind touched. Like, um, huh. um, psychometry, like so, the whole, like, reading huh. the past and, like, the, the, the whatever on a stone, because telepathy and that mind-melding and stuff like that, that's just a cultural thing that, that Vulcans can do. So, psychometry is not that far off. It says that three things would have happened. Either it would have remained in McCoy, which, have dri- which would have driven him insane. Yeah. It would have been placed into one of those stones, or it would have been transferred to someone who could handle it, most assuredly a Vulcan. It should be noted that as of Enterprise, it's forbidden to practice by any underground movement within Vulcan society. So it is now banned. To huh. Yeah, oh, it's wow. like a very... It was like a very... Like, they haven't done that particular, like, thing, bringing Spock back the way they did yeah. in a long time. Yeah, I think they, they mentioned they it later. It, they had it's, done it's, in a while. It's actually, like, legend. It's yeah. not yeah. necessarily... It's not yeah, that's where they talk about later... I mean, now they're at the point where they're going to go ahead, and they were told they're, they're not to go to Genesis. Genesis is banned. Yep. And they consider it a... highly restricted planet. Yeah, a, thank you. A highly restricted self. And, you know, they're going to go do it anyway. And the scene where they're going out of space dock to return to go get Spock's body, because now they figured out where it is. Mm-hmm. I love this So whole they're going to go steal the Enterprise. This whole thing is great. I'm and sorry. I love it's this a, I don't, know, don't say sorry, but that, yeah. I mean, it's just it's such a bizarre, dramatic bit, you know, where the door, like, you know, doors are closed. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh crap, are we gonna oh just have to bust through? I'm just gonna, I was like, yeah, just scrape down the doors, like, or like that scene in Galaxy Quest where he's coming out of, out of the dock and he just scrapes the side of the thing <laughs> for an uncomfortably long amount of time. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, well, basically when they were gonna be decommissioned, uh, just to keep, in, keep folks in the loop, Scotty was reassigned to the Excelsior. Right. Excelsior. The Excelsior is a brand new ship that has a transwarp drive. 
which is supposed to be able to get to even higher levels of warp. Okay, what? Which is bad. Yeah, because then they'll turn into lizards and fuck. We learned we yes. learned that in Voyager. Yes, yes, yes we did. What was that? Was At that this, over warp ten or was that, that just was warp ten? That's At when they went point, to plaid. Yeah, pretty, yeah, they went to ludicrous speed. But uh, they, yeah. Uh, at this point in Star mm-hmm. Trek history, we hadn't come up with the warp drive, um, like, speed limit. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, later on, I think it was in... In the next one we do. It was around, like, Voyager, I believe, uh, or the beginning of it, when we realized that going at warp actually yeah. screws up the universe. It's, mm-hmm. like, slowly pulling the universe apart. Oh. So, I mean, that's Neat. why Voyager has the moving the cells. It's oh, to okay. change the profile of the ship so it doesn't break, you know, everything as, oh, much, right. as, it, as much as it make, used to. Make it sound like it's going into some kind of space vagina. I mean... Well, yeah, well, yeah. 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 It's like it's tearing an, 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 a different hole in the space vagina. <laughs> oh! oh. I, I don't even have one in Ow. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of sex do you guys have? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did get that shipment from uh, Adam and Eve, which is another, which is another sponsor. <laughs> good job in that. That's good. I like that one. That's good. So, um, That's good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so basically they, they steal the Enterprise and they, um, you know, the captain of the Excelsior okay. is, is alerted to this. He's like, what is it? He's like, oh my God. Sir, they're stealing the Enterprise. And the look on his face is, they're wanting the what? Yeah. And it's, this is probably the best part is when, when they, they start, screw, yes. when they hack it, mm-hmm. start <laughs> screwing around with it. And this is the part, this is why explicitly why I wanted Kaz to see this movie mm-hmm. as this one scene where they hack it and they go into warp drive and then the Excelsior tries to go into warp drive and it sounds like a Model <laughs> T shutdown. Yes. Because Scotty was assigned to the Excelsior. Yeah. And he took out some bolts from one of the random bits of the machine, one of the bits of the engine, just like, yeah, they can't go to warp and chase us. Yeah. They're going to have to fix that. Right. I took down the whole ship from these three bolts. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I removed three bolts in the entire ship. And just, I'm thinking of just, like, imagine all the technology and things that we've come across, like... For the people sitting around this table, and of course, probably you, Jeff, too, but like our generation, we're the, we're the last to play Atari, first to play Nintendo. Yeah. And then everything that's come up, you know, in, you know, from then to now, like technology in our pocket is, is more technology than President Clinton had when he was in office. Yes. It's like but we, it have the, be, we have the whole of human knowledge in a little black piece of plastic and glass in our pockets. And, and all of this, right, it can be taken away with water. Yep. Uh-huh. It just, like, it's all this advanced technology, and the thing is, like, it's three bolts that kill it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That kill this unbelievable thing of just, like, you know, not even in our lifetime, in our parents' lifetime, you know, they went to the moon. Yep. Yep. And that was amazing. And that's all the math that it took to get to that. Now, all the math that it takes to build a ship, which, by the way, last week uh, we talked about how big the uh, the Enterprise is. Are we yep. at the space station yet? No. Uh, we haven't. Uh, we're, we're still Not at yet. Earth's space dock. Like, yeah. it's just, we're still at the ex- escaping scene. Yeah. We're just about to tear the vagina. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. The baby's almost born. Oh. <laughs> but the... 
we have the we're at this point and I mean we talked about last week how big this is like the spaceship is just about a just over a half mile long mm-hmm. they, and, the Star Trek ships yeah. are huge yeah just over half, and for those in the Fall River, Massachusetts area, with the, um, if you want to know, like, compare it to the Big Mamie uh, Battleship Cove, the Battleship is a third of the size of that. I was about to say, yeah, it's going to be uh, yeah. like three, maybe even four of the Battleship. Yeah, it ju- yeah, and that can th- three, you know, you know, so give you know. Yeah, we, we have. Braga to essentially. Um, yeah. We we have a World War. Two? Yeah. World War II museum that has, like, the biggest collection of yeah. uh, battleships, and we have a... There's we have a, a battleship the, and a submarine yeah. and, and... a PT boat. Yeah. yeah. And, it's the yeah, world's it's largest a, naval museum. Yeah. Yep. We have, yeah. It's a local thing for us. We yeah. had the, really? the bounty, the HMS bounty here for yeah. a while, too, yeah. because yeah. they moved it, but we yeah. had that for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. HMS bounty, which comes up next week. Yeah. Which is really funny. Yep. Oh, man. So there's local stuff for you. <laughs> yeah. Now the Klingon Bird of Prey is a much smaller yeah. ship. Yeah, the greener, cl- very the greener. Klingon yeah. Bird of Prey. I mean, it's really it's cool, but I swear I had this toy. Oh, you probably did. I I, I, I probably <laughs> did, knowing how my grandparents took care or of me. Or if you like, played with any Silverhawks toys, those looked a lot like a Klingon Bird of yeah. Prey. Yeah, I was kind of hoping they yeah. painted pink. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the submarines. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they steal the Enterprise from the dock, return to Genesis. They're going to receive the. They're going to retrieve uh, Spock's body, and on the Genesis, the Klingons capture Marcus, Savick, and Spock. But we find a very young Spock, eight, like maybe eight years old, a, a very naked, a naked Vulcan boy who wandered off cold. crying, crying yeah. in the cold, and well, and well, in the snow in the desert. Yeah. Naked Vulcan boy. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We don't know. We don't necessarily yeah. know it's. We're not. also learning that the Genesis planet has gone kind of haywire. Something, yeah. ain't, something ain't right. We got you know snow covering the desert and everything's get everything's like evolving exceedingly fast. Thanks, David. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, David misused proto matter. Right. David used proto matter because otherwise it would have taken forever. Because, well. He's of he's of Kirk's blood, and Kirk is nothing if not impatient. Perfect right. sense, honestly. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it it is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that yeah he is he is James T. Kirk's son, and he's just yep. he's showing it here. He's impulsive. Yeah. He's okay. Impulsive let's move it a little he, further. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's keep going. Oh, pr- it'll be fine. Proto. Yeah. It'll it'll be fine. Proto matter yeah. is fine. Without telling anybody, though, uh-huh. he kind of did it on his own. He was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this." And using proto matter basically screwed everything up, and the planet's unstable. It's yeah. it's aging by leaps and bounds. Like at one point, like when it when it got dark, it got dark hard. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Like, what about the f- like room? night falls with an audible thud? The things swarming the coffin. Yeah, the little microbes that yeah. would have been on the co- on the coffin are like. Evolving, evolving. evolving over like hours, like hours. Ex- me of Rick if we went, I think if yeah. we went back to them a third time, they probably would have had their own society. Yeah, is my guess. It would have been, yeah. been like the people living on Bender in that one episode. <laughs> yeah. hey, I was like gonna say it was like the worms inside of Fry. Yes. Yeah, like one of those deals. Yeah. <laughs> From a gas station egg salad sandwich. Yeah. Oh, I remember that episode. Yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorites. Gross. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, <laughs> 
Uh, so Krug uh, beams back the to beams him back to the bird of prey uh, before the, uh, the the ship signal could signal to the Enterprise. In orbit, they under uh, the undermanned Enterprise eventually gains the upper hand, but the Klingons return fire to disable the ship. And they basically kind of knock them each other in, yeah. like for a loop. Like wow. both ships are both ships are hurt. This this plot sounds awful familiar. Oh, yeah. I wonder <laughs> if we've seen this before. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Except the Enterprise is already is still beat to hell. Yes, yeah. I mean, you can you can still see the laser marks oh, yeah, from yeah, you yeah. know. Still the yeah. big fucking yeah. holes in the yeah, hull. Yeah, you can still see where it's still patched up. You but know, yeah, like, they knock out the controls. The automated automated process that let them fly the whole thing from the bridge is knocked out. They're broken, and they need to they need to bluff. They need yeah. to figure out yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah. And um, I actually really liked what he does here. Like yeah. I was, I was me too. okay. Yep. So, me yeah, too. they they end up uh, convincing Krug to, you know, send over a, a crew. We we will surrender. Send you know, send over your squad to wherever. Uh, we will you know we 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 surrender essentially because they threatened the hostages on the planet. Right. And to the point where they actually killed David. Yeah. Like they killed his son. Like. Basically, he just had a really. I don't. I'm not even sure the rest of the bridge crew knew David was his son. I don't think no, so. I don't, I don't so know if they, they kind of were I don't given think he like very surprised looks, like yeah. oh snap. Yeah, and I think this is one point where William Shatner really just wanted to do drama. Yeah. Because yeah. like he flipped a dramatic switch, and I don't think it was more than the. I don't think it was more than one take. I like the, <laughs> the see the the stagger backwards yeah. and fall off the chair. Yeah. And it's like okay, yeah, that works. Yeah. I like that that. that. that does happen. And you know where it's like <laughs> he's he yeah. yeah. Shatner is over yeah. the top in yeah. pretty much everything, but yeah. it fucking works, man. And it's like you know, you killed my son. You yeah. killed my son. You Klingon bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. Now. Oh what, my god. Now what happens right here? <laughs> Keep this in mind. It's yeah. important in a, in uh, Star Trek Six. Yeah. But anyway. And it, you killed him. You killed my son. And it, <laughs> thanks for picking up on that one, man. <laughs> the yeah, and then here, so they undermine themselves here. Marcus is killed here, defending Savick and Spock. Kirk and company offer surrender here, and killing the Klingon boarding party. While the Enterprise, um, oh, so they activate the self-destruct sequence, which mm-hmm. was kind of. And they blowed up. Yeah, kind of surprising here. So, oh, this was this was traumatic back yeah. in the day. Like, yeah. I was I wasn't old enough to see it in the theater. Obviously, yeah. I mean, they could have brought me. I would have been too. Yeah, but it like this was traumatic for Star Trek fans because this was the Enterprise. This was yeah. the ship that had survived so much, had gone through so much, and basically they. Trick the Klingon crew to come to come over, and when the Klingon crew transports over, they transport out. Like yeah. uh, basically, the signals interfering, so they don't see them yeah. transport out. It was timed very well. Timed very yeah. well. They transport down to the planet. The Klingons come over to the ship what and find the last, the last 10 seconds of this countdown. Right? Like, <laughs> numbers are counting down. Why is this happening? They may not necessarily <laughs> Three, the two. The computer's talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it say? The computer's talking in English, and these Klingons don't speak English. They speak Klingon. Point. And Except for Krug. 
Yeah. So for Krug and Maltz, those the two of them can speak can speak English, but the but Krug and Maltz are still on the bird of prey. Yeah. I, I thought Universal translators were handling. The viewers, they chose to speak English. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, you spent the beginning of the movie. They're speaking in Klingon to yeah. each other, and then they switch to English, and I'm going, hmm. why? Yeah. I think you're supposed to maybe. Suspension of disbelief that maybe they are speaking Klingon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it did get very like a Doctor Who thing. Yeah. You know, like where they have that they have this uh, thing with the TARDIS that it can it can automatically translate English to everything around you. Well, it's like Mm -hmm. um. And and, you know, you speak their language and they speak yours, but everything is English. Um, Douglas Adams. Oh, the Battlefish. Yeah. 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 Do, do we know why Yuhura didn't come along? Why they left Benjamin behind? I don't know. I think she shows up later when she says, like, I'll meet you at the rendezvous. And I was like, okay, cool. And the rendezvous Where the was on. freak is the rendezvous? On Vulcan. I know. She was but... getting all of that set up. Yeah. All right, okay. fair enough. She, right. she was right. getting in contact with Sarek and getting it all set up. Over, I think, is, yeah. is the resurrection of Nimoy. <laughs> Making him, well, the easy zombie joke, but more specifically, uh, a Jesus character. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, sorry, we did we did get over that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he died and came back to life. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he had a, Genesis. a but mo- Mostly through science. Oh, it's very biblical now that, you, now that I'm thinking about it. But it's it. mostly yeah. through science. It's, it's a little less, you know, you know. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Like, like, like. It's very Lazarus. Jewish zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Very Lazarus. Wow. I, mm-hmm. You know, as obvious as that is, I didn't even think I about that. I didn't even catch it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think my mind just kind of wow, reflects away from anything. Good, uh, good call, Jeff. Man. Spock died for your sins, <laughs> man. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yeah, you got you, man. <laughs> good, good call, man. <laughs> And you know the, the scene where it blows up, and I think I, the one of the best parts is that panning shot. Yep. While they're looking at it, and it goes from you know all all the crew, I think starting with Sulu, and then going all the way to Kirk. Mm-hmm. And while you see it burn, and you see that you know you see the reflection of the fire on the other side, and it's just like it. I can see what you mean. And Jeff, didn't you say you saw this in theater once, or? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, w- w- what was your take on that when you saw it? Do you remember? Well, I, I, I mean, I agree with what was said earlier. It, it was it was definitely an emotional, you know, moment when the, when the Enterprise gets destroyed. Yeah, and that's so, that's some trauma. That's Optimus Prime dying. Yeah, but yeah. watching it kind of just burn in the sky. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's in them realizing what they had just done. Yeah. You know, it's definitely. It's just it's definitely a moment in that. Yeah. It's like they did what they had to do, but they're just kind of watching it coming coming down to crash, and you can just hear, you just hear Kirk's brain just like, shit, I didn't have a backup ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it's to cover up the fact that it was actually a really horrible plan to get yep. down to that planet. Right. And the planet by now is all fiery and rumbling and yep. the, the quaking and falling the, apart. Yeah. The planet is aging by like hey. epochs in like hours. Which doesn't make any sense because then Spock would be dust by then. Huh. Baby Spock. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. Really, Spock aged just to the point where he was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and as as he was, first, yeah. and as he was aging, like Vulcans <clears throat> go through something called ponfar. Yeah. It's basically. Oh yeah. Okay. It's basically Vulcan puberty, and but every, it's every it's like, seven years, though. Yes, but it's it, the worst one's the first that happens around like about sixteen, so it's puberty. Well, it's like Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. yeah it's, 13 it's basically 13. puberty, and then every seven years after that, an adult. Um, an adult Vulcan has to mate, yeah. or they could potentially die. Right. Um, now, I so mentioned, bone or die. <laughs> it's like yeah, bone down or die. And according to uh, Savic, um, it's only the males go through Ponfar, which yeah, I did. I, that was news to me. I thought I thought both sides went through it. Yeah. Only the guys have to get off. So, so, so okay. wow. it's like, oh, <laughs> men wrote this. Wow. Clearly, yeah. So familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, this uh, is at the time when the seventies didn't die yet. Yep. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, Spock is re-aging as this blank slate, but he's going through like five ponfars in the course of like oh, an hour. God. So his his whole like. Physiology is righteously fucked up. Jesus and Christ! Kind, and it's so, kind of implied that <laughs> that uh, uh, so much that Savic is helping him through this with the most magic fingering with the gentlest, <laughs> <laughs> the gentlest Vulcan handy you can imagine. I have to, I have to laugh too because later on, when like, like eh? when Spock is eh. you know walking around <laughs> and back to normal. And he's walking past her, and she can't make eye contact. Like, neither, neither one of them can make eye contact with each other. Like, God. oh, it's awkward now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was really rubbing her fingers there. That's what I said, uh-huh. man. Should so we get much coffee? Chafing. So much chafing. Uh, Is this going to get weird? It's going to get weird. Why, why was that even there at all? It didn't do anything. Uh, because because they, it's part of the, sh- the original show. Yeah, uh, Ponfar was was brought up because yeah. Spock had to go through it on the show. Yeah, the, the so. episode where he's got the and is it is it bad? I know the name of that weapon with the big old stick, and it's called a Lirpa. Yeah. Uh, he when he he and Kirk were fighting with that because that's apparently one way to get your aggression of Ponfar sticks. out. Yeah. You remember? They've got to invent video games. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you remember Fox? Remember the Bob's Burger finger crotch episode? No. I'm actually kind of afraid of what you just said. Oh, yeah. wait, is that what he cut himself? Yeah. Ooh, the Whoop. finger crush. Boop. Oh, <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> uh, but okay. the, uh, so, the promising the secret of Genesis, Kirk lures K- Krug on down to the planet. Uh, he has Krug beam Kirk's uh, crew to the Klingon vessel. As the Genesis planet disintegrates, Kirk and crew engage in a fist fight. And holy crap, okay. This, when he kicks him off the cliff. They have like the best old man fist fight. It's a great old man fist fight. But when he kicks Kur- when he kicks Krug off the cliff, I just I can't help but think of like old school Apple, where it's like click and drag. Yep. Like really, all they did was just click and drag him well, into the fire. Okay. <laughs> 
this movie did one thing right, I'm going to say at this point. Yeah. Because I'm watching it, and yeah. I'm watching them fight, and they're at the cliff, and there's yeah. lava, and, yeah. you know, they're beating the crap out of each other, and then Christopher Lloyd's character falls off, and he's hanging on, and uh, Kirk is like, give me your hand, and I'm like, no, motherfucker, stand on his hand, yeah. what are you it's doing? Like, don't be noble. And then he turns around. And does that. And kicks, <laughs> kicks him kicks, like and three starts, times in the I have had head. enough and of you. I was like, thank you. Yeah. Finally. Most of the time I'm screaming at the TV going, what are you doing? Stop <laughs> it. There have been, in that Star Trek meme group I was talking about, there yeah. have been a lot of uh, things of that scene of like Krug has uh, Trump's face superimposed on it and they're literally kicking him into the lava. It's like, I have had enough of you. It's a, and then later, that's that's pretty much the exact death scene from Die Hard. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It 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 is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It replaced Krug with Hans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Die Hard was a better movie. Yeah. I mean, this movie wasn't bad, but no. yeah, Die Hard was definitely. Die, Die Hard's a fantastic movie. Yeah. A Christmas I, movie. I think watch Spot. I just I watched, I rewatched it yesterday. I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. Uh, search for Spock, and. I think without like the, the strong memory of, of two, which was probably like the greatest sci-fi movie, you know, like it's like the Spider-Man two of the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, but like it, with time, I think it's been kind to it. It played well. I mean, yeah. Yeah. watching something at home, it's slightly made for TV is, is kind of okay. And it, it was much better than I thought. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's not the greatest thing ever, but it was definitely, yeah. I did not enjoy watching it. Oh yeah, I it's didn't like hate it, so that no. yeah, so that's like, no, it's it's good. not it's you can, still you can do worse with a Sunday afternoon. You yeah, know? It's, it's a it's a fun watch. It's the still why special effects are pretty dodgy. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, yeah. it's 1984. Yeah, for what they were, they were pretty good. Uh, the security guards' uniforms, I uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's following the tradition. Sulu kicked the guy's ass. Yeah. Yes, I was so I happy. Will say, I will say that. I yeah, that, 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 oh, yeah, we missed that part. One second that they killed Dave. Is some, anybody gonna talk about the freaking Klingon dog? It's a. Oh, it's yeah. called a targ. The yeah. They're called targs. T a r g. I feel like it's really. They really should have made a reptile because that was some bad fake hair. They're supposed to be reptilian with. They're supposed to be like lizard. Dog. Lizard yeah. dogs. They're supposed to be like lizard. Like boar dog things. Oh, the hair looks so because bad. Everything on Kronos is horrible. And Nothing yeah. is as bad as Troll. I'm sorry. Yeah, everything no. is better than Troll. <laughs> and, and, That's Troll too. And, and Not you're Troll. Right. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Elves. Are we talk about elves. elves? Oh. oh God. This. Oh, oh God. Oh yeah. Okay. Did, did, did you notice that one moment he gets because the explosion makes his dog die? Yeah, yeah. and he gets yeah. real upset. Yes. Well, I feel like that was you that killed my dog. Part of you the killed my scene? son. Does this wait? Does this count on that website? Does the dog die? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's find out. It looked like a mucus-covered dog. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad he ordered his uh, his minion to feed him. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, feed him I, I, I could I couldn't have gone I couldn't have gone further if they I didn't know the dog was fed. <laughs> was that supposed to be character building or something? I, 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 a feed him. Suppose. Yeah. All right, so does the dog die? Star Trek. Yeah. Three. It wasn't even that bad of an explosion. Yeah. It just got rocked around, and yeah, that was dead. enough to it kill him. It's listed as yes. Yeah. Oh, a targ, oh. the Klingon version of a dog, is killed by shrapnel from a torpedo attack. Oh, so yes. Shrapnel. 
Yeah. Star Trek Three: Search for Spock. Does the dog die? Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so. All right then. They head over to Vulcan at this point, and Spock's Kotcher is reunited with his body in a dangerous proce- procedure called Far Torpan. Yeah, and a dangerous procedure that is the trippiest, weird. Yeah. The seventies aren't quite over yet. Yeah. We're gonna make sure we keep this in a movie. Yeah. See, not quite Zardoz, you know, acid trip level, but it's how much it's LSD weird. do you think he dropped in <laughs> order to get this? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> it's definitely a weird scene. Yeah. I don't remember it that well. Yeah. Was it really that weird? I, I remember robes and stuff. And the uh, Was there yeah. A drum? And the robe that looked like a fa- the the screaming face painting. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it, and what looks like a very comfortable robe. Yeah. They do look very. It looks yeah, like a yeah. terry cloth. Like he has it in the next movie too. Yeah. Just like the terry cloth robe that's like that looks very comfortable. Yeah. I want one. I was yeah. kind of expecting something more to happen with this, like, oh no, it's not taking, it's not taking, oh no, but yes, it, well, yeah. I mean, that kind he of does fine. Later, They weren't really sure if it was, if it actually did take, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. When he walked away before he started to actually speak yeah. is yeah. when, no, they weren't sure if it actually had worked. Because he was kind of a blank, he, he was kind of blank slate. He, he yeah. is, he is yeah, him. He is Spock, he has his Katra back, but it's like... Yeah. There's only so much that it can put back. It's got to, like, slowly bring the rest of it back in. The question then becomes, though, because he was technically, you know, reincarnated. Effectively. Or at least his body was, you know, brought back to life. Yeah. If they hadn't put Spock back into the body. Yeah. Would the body have learned and become its own personality? Probably. There's some ethical mm, questions that probably. Come into play that's here. a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, a good that's point. That's literally here. my brain went. It's like okay, this this if it it would be one thing if the body was alive but like essentially asleep in like yeah. a capsule. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's something or completely brain different. Or right. or something. It's something completely different when you have a live being. So I, my first thought was like, okay, so how can you actually guarantee that this is what's supposed to be happening here? Well, the starts I don't, I don't think they were. I, no, I, I know. Think they were very hesitant yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. And that question I comes up a lot. I, on an ethics scale, I'd put it at a seven versus uh, the Steve Trevor body switching from Wonder Woman 1984 at a two. Oh, oh yeah. I haven't seen it yet, so I, I remember like she uses like a wish or something to bring him back. Yeah, it, it's so not it's, it's like, not her. It's um or someone does. Uh, it's all right. It's I have I haven't seen it. That's all right. I know it happens. Yeah. Um, and basically it's like a switch. One thing in this scene though that um well we I'm sorry let's let's talk more about the ethics I don't I didn't mean to cut it. Oh no no go ahead jump in that's all right no problem no please do. Go ahead. Huh. I, so, tell me if I heard. I I, read, I I just watched this wrong. So Sarah comes up there. Well, all my issues are with Sarah. <laughs> so Sarah, it's a, it's Sarah comes up to Spock or uh, Kirk, and and they're they're talking, and he, and he, and he says, you know, you got you got Spock back, and Sarah looks at him and goes, but at what cost? Right. And, and then and Kirk's like. Well, the cost would have been my soul. But I'm like, hey, Sarah, what do you mean? What, at what cost? You bullied him into it. Right, yeah. 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 And now you're acting like Kirk just did this. And it's like, a, like out of nowhere. Like, right. You went to him. You flew out of your way. You used all your miles. 
And you basically told Kirk he was a piece of shit for leaving right. behind and made him destroy his entire... And then you're like, at what cost? Even <laughs> Spock was, you know, wasn't he speaking through McCoy and be like something going on about the mountain? Well, that uh, yeah, was he will go get to the mountains so we can, yeah, we can I think reunite that was my more, soul. Yeah, I think that was more of a we need to get there because I need to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, um, the thing with, like, Vulcans are supposed to be, like, a, you know, more advanced, like, society or whatever, but that, that doesn't stop them from being hypocrites. Right, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> oh, thank <laughs> you, because you were directly in my head just now. Yep. Yeah. I don't know I if he's... I wasn't even thinking of it as being a hypocrite. I was like, did somebody else write the script and not watch the beginning of the movie? Change <laughs> <laughs> writers halfway it's through. Like off to me. Was like, I mean, that's possible, too. Like we did a rewrite and didn't watch the rest of the movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a possibility. It was written by two people, so you had one person in the first half and the other guy in the next half went, Now nah, we'll say this, it's fine. They won't pick up on it. What the hell, right? What the hell? Yeah. And the end of it, uh, he recognizes Jim, recognizes the crew. Yep. And they're all happy family again. Sort of. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Yeah. And um, basically they just, we wait till the next movie to deal with all of the, you know, court-martial. And uh, oh, yeah. Court-martial and stuff that's going to be coming along to all these people yeah. for stealing a goddamn starship and yeah. sabotaging another one. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And killing yeah. a bunch of Klingons who you were in peace treaty talks You're, with. Yeah. <laughs> do they actually get in trouble for that? Yeah. They address it? Yes, um, they it, do. Yeah. It comes ah. up. Oh, comes whales, up. too. Well, oh, well, I, okay. I'm going to yeah. save it for next week because I did Thanks already watch it. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I was so happy yeah. about the whales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, were wa- we watched Search for Spock last night, and at the end of it, we still had a little bit of time before you know bedtime, and Joss is like, can we watch the whale one now? I really Can want we to watch see it? it. I hadn't seen it. I heard many good things, and I was like, let's let's just watch the next one. And he was like, yeah, let's watch the next one. And I was like, okay. And so we did. So we watched it, and it's that whole, like, yes, they, they're going back in time to get humpback whales to bring to the future to save humanity. This sounds so stupid. And then an hour <laughs> in, you're just like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> no, I Star Trek Four. I thought it was... Probably one of the best. And plus, Star Trek Four. The beauty of Star Trek Four was it made it very. Um, it was broad enough that like anybody liked that movie. Like you didn't yeah. have to like if you didn't know anything about Star Trek or maybe didn't like Star Trek. That movie kind of crossed into like a different line, and it was a really really great movie. It was, yes. a, it was and, a way to bring you into it, yeah. To bring in in a, a whole wide audience, which they then destroyed with. Um, Star Trek Five, which I'm um, probably yeah. gonna get but, but, really upset. Five is kind of a kind of a weird deep dive into stuff, and it's like, like I said, it's 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 a missing reel in my brain. Yeah, it's like that that section yeah. of Star Trek lore is just like it it yeah. happened, I suppose. I remember seeing it and really not liking it. Yeah, and just I. Just to give a little, this dates me a bit, but um, also, you know, it's the blockbuster that you worked at, Dan, in Somerset. Oh, God, I missed it. I was getting random movies, and, you know, back when you could, like, this is the one thing I miss about having video stores is, like, talking with the clerk about movies and then getting random things from that nerdy clerk that knew everything about everything, and you're like, okay. And I went through 
the Star Trek movies. Yeah. And, you know, I went through the original series, and I remember I I had just, actually, this was just before uh, Fox and I started, Kaz and I started dating, and I, I rented the fifth movie, watched it, immediately put it back into the case, and drove right back to the blockbuster. <laughs> I put it Dude, back. what like, the hell? Yeah, I just put it right back. I'm like, no. I want my money back. Yeah. See, I missed that job. Like, yeah. being... Being the elitist movie snob, and like people would come up, it's like I'm gonna watch Twilight. It's like, ew. Okay, sure, fine. Beep, whatever. Yeah, yeah it, 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 look at where you are now. You're gonna watch yeah. it. With, you're gonna watch it with the riff tracks, right? Yeah. No, Twilight with the riff tracks makes it watchable. <laughs> yes, it does. So, so what, can I have one other thing about this movie? Go ahead, man. Yeah, go, go for it. Go ahead. Please. So. Uh, so Star Trek Two ends with probably one of the greatest lines, right? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Right. Or the right? Yep. Yep. And this and it's, it's sort of like a mantra for doing the greater good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're reminded of that in the uh, beginning scene that we talked about when they do the flashback because they can't figure out Bones, who's imitating Spock yep. as his his thing. Yep. But then when you flash forward to the end of the movie, and Spock. Uh, recognizes Kirk again, and Kirk changes it. He says, the needs of the one, he goes, why did you do this? And he says, well, the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. <laughs> like, it's like, wait. It's sort of like, kind of isn't the same thing when you flip it. It becomes yeah. a little selfish, very, you know, like, very non-federation. Very You're getting a, li- getting a little like, solipsistic like, over it's here. Like, yeah. It's like a horrible thing, so now he's putting that into Spock's head. <laughs> it's like, it just, it seemed like a weird and odd choice to, like, to flip it, like, because there really was no real reason he should have done it. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I actually thought the exact same thing. Like, that was, I, I was listening to it going, this, this, No. That just doesn't sound right. Like, like, this may, is not where not, it should have been. Maybe not the best choice in terms of the script for that one. But no, I... It just, to me, it felt like it reversed everything from the second movie. Yeah. It yeah. reversed everything that we were supposed yeah. to think. It did, and um, I think that's a good point to take a little break. We'll go to 4041 Media, tell you a little bit about our, our conglomerate, and let's play fantasy casting. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. Okay, before we go to fantasy casting, there's one thing that wasn't brought up that's very important. What's with the guy with the two sets of teeth from the bar? It was like, I don't know, like they must have had a full face prosthetic or something because he had like lips behind his lips and teeth behind his teeth. I was actually trying to figure out what he looked like because I was having a very hard time. I don't know if it was just visually (laughs) trying to distinguish what was going on with him. (laughs) 
Um, but you mentioned that he gave off like very like massive Ferengi, Ferengi vibes. Yeah. And I picked up on that one hundred percent. The kind of lisping and the yeah. like Ferengi vibes. Mm-hmm. Like sure. Um, um, uh, during the bar scene when uh, Bones is basically trying to get to Vulcan, uh, right at the very beginning of the movie, he sits down and there's this like random alien dude with the open mouth, the one that's talking like Yoda, who. Right. Um, is coming up and they're talking about trying to get him off planet to get to uh, to yeah. Vulcan. Because he, he's, um, he's a civilian who has his own ship. Right, he seems kind of like, you know, scavenger type person. But he speaks like a Ferengi. And Ferengi and, in... Um, and, and, is a, and being focused on money. On money, he's focusing on money, acquisition, all this stuff. And he, regardless he just of sounded like he was talking... Morality like a Ferengi, but it doesn't look like a Ferengi at well, all. Well, talking like a Ferengi is basically, anytime you talk about money, that's basically... Yeah, the it, was, it was the the uh, sort of back and forth about the money that was just giving off the Ferengi vibes. Yeah, let me... Yeah, he's definitely not a Ferengi. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, like, scroll through he here. He has, like, and spiky spikes. I know... Did he have big ears, though? Yeah. I know uh, some... But Ferengi have enormous ears. Yeah. yeah. I know some reviewers have they uh, they took the audio and isolated him going Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was very uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, yes. we need to get to the Alderaan system. <laughs> yeah, it, yes. re- it really was. Yeah, you're right. It really, really was. Yeah. It would have been really Honestly, it would have been really funny just to have a really furry alien, like <laughs> just a random dude <laughs> in a leather, uh, a leather tank top. Just Genesis. Yes, that would. It would have just been funny. It would have been like we're gonna make fun of Star Wars. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, so fantasy casting. Um, oh, I. <laughs> oh man, he, they don't even give him a. They don't even give him a uh, like a race oh. name. He's just the alien captain. Yeah, he's got like piercings and shit all over. Yeah, yeah. he's covered with stuff. He had like double teeth because I guess that's a weird thing. He does have weird ears, but they are nowhere near the size of the Ferengi's ears. No, but it's it's he's kind of. You see how he's he's like wrinkly. Yep. It's what gave up the Ferengi vibe. Mm. Yeah, to me, anyway. Bit. It's the yes. bit. It's the big lobes and the in the yeah. enormous ears. Yes. I, I feel like it's something around the mouth. Yeah. yeah it's. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, see, I, that, that's extensive makeup. Yeah. Giving him. Yeah. Fucking for, lips for over his someone lips. who's in a two-minute scene. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. So. All right. Uh, again, Oops. my big issue with fantasy casting for this movie yeah. is, as far as I'm concerned, Star Trek, the original series, the casting is perfect. Right. I can't think of a way to improve it. But you can you can work you can, around it. You can yeah. weird. You can get it weird. Yeah. So I I agree with you. Like the 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 crew, you can't touch. No, but you can touch like you do. <laughs> you can touch upon Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hang on. Couldn't you put... I mean, you, you guys seem to really like Christopher Walken. He, he oh, would yeah. be a great Kirk. <laughs> I would. You know what? I would pay to see Christopher Walken as Kirk. Yeah. All right. I'll roll for you, Jeff. Let's see if that works. All right. You got to get a go 20. Yeah, that's a straight-up 20. Yeah. So, that'll All right. Do. Yeah. That'll do. Christopher Walken as Kirk. 
Especially in the... You killed my son! Oh, God. You killed my son! You Klingon bastards. You (laughs) Klingon... (laughs) <laughs> you look at it again, I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> oh my god, what if he was Kyle from South Park just so he can yell you best? <laughs> he was Kyle Barflowski? Yeah, I, I, that's all. That's the extent of my joke. <laughs> so right. does that make David Kenny? <laughs> yes. Oh, too soon. Uh, Try too it. Soon. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it would... I have no idea how it would change the movie besides be completely fucking different. <laughs> It'd be a very well. It, would it be animated? All right. So wait. If we're changing everybody well, don't get to me South started Park on Star characters, Trek animated. If, if if we're going South Park here, then Cartman is um. Bones. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so evil. He's, he's either Bones or he's um Scotty. <laughs> You're just saying. That's what they're saying. That's you're just or, saying about Scott. Or he's Chris. Maybe Kyle, maybe Scott. Or he's Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, yeah, okay. Because if we're going to be the villain, we might as yeah, well put yeah. him in the villain. Yeah, give me the money prisoners. <laughs> I wanted prisoners. <laughs> Wait, so that means Butter's checkoff, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Nuclear vessels? <laughs> hey, Jim, they're coming for us, dude. <laughs> There's a thing in the middle coming towards the, the thing in the middle. I think we're the thing in the middle. Wait, then David would come back because Kenny can't die. Yeah. Yeah, true. He has yeah, superpowers! Oh, I have a feeling something happens in six. Huh? All I this, say... I, I does he come back? My husband very, very All well. I'm saying is what happened to David is important in Star Trek VI. Yeah, I, I, I read my husband very, very well. I know, I know when he does things. <laughs> Giggity? <laughs> this, this isn't Among Us. I'm not trying to bluff you on anything. No, I know, because I can tell when you're doing that too. It's like, because my voice hasn't gone up a full octave. <laughs> you can't lie. No. The man cannot lie. No, no I can't it's either. It's so funny. Yeah. All right, so... Wait, you wanted somebody... to rule for Ignatowski. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So... Switch characters! Mike Wazowski? No. <laughs> Malkikowski. So... Because Leonard Nimoy actually casted Christopher Lloyd because he was a really big fan of him in Taxi. That's actually really cool. All right. And so... So he was going for that. I wanted to have Ignatowski... I mentioned it earlier in the episode, but Jim Ignatowski asked the Klingon crook. Okay, has he had the uh, has he had the cookies? Oh yes. <laughs> oh, that is okay. Yeah, it Post is cookie. Yeah, oh, it was brownies. Cookies. Cookies. Yeah. Post cookies. All right, Je- Jeff, I got to explain that yeah. one to you. Have, you, was, have um, you seen the show Taxi? There is an improv scene with Christopher Lloyd and Danny DeVito. We found out later that it was completely improv, where Latka actually made uh, cookies laced with cocaine. Oh, I was thinking and, of his origin story. Yeah, and if you look up, just look up on YouTube, Taxi Cocaine Cookies. It's like three minutes long, but it's so funny. It's, it it's, oh, it's, it's the damn funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, it is there. So, with that, I got to roll for it. I got to roll Jim Ignatowski as Krug. Uh, 22. 22, that, that'll do. Yeah, that'll it, do. It hits, and it just... We get we get a lot of the same beats, but yeah. uh, thing, there's uh, there's definitely a bit of a different feel yeah. <laughs> to the character, I think. 
It, yeah. He's fucking stoned the whole yeah. time. Yeah. He, he is high. He's, you know, those, <laughs> go ahead, take it, say my name backwards. Grook? Oh, man, that doesn't sound like Flower Child at all. Oh, man. <laughs> that doesn't work at all. Oh, Lord. I think he'd be too stoned to get anything done. <laughs> yeah. We got him as... As a uh, crew, let's roll for Seth Rogen as David. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, right. please. I'll roll for you on that one. Nice. Okay. With that, you are welcome back on the show anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. That's really good. Uh, it's straight yeah. up 20. Uh, straight 20. So, yeah, 13 and a 7. Yeah. Yeah. Right, huh? <laughs> Rock on. I mean, that would absolutely it's work. Like, it's like, so I'm like, just use the proto-matter. <laughs> and just faster, man. I'm telling you. So does that mean that, um... <laughs> hold on. Just... Uh, Seriously, it'll be okay, really. Does that mean James Franco <laughs> is just... Savick? Oh, God. Does that mean James Franco is Savick? Oh, oh, boy. That's a... Are we getting into Freaks and Geeks here? Yeah. yeah. James Franco is Savick. Oh. That makes the whole pump far scene really <laughs> different. God. I mean, we could just swap in the entire cast of This Is The End. <laughs> right. And see what happens. <laughs> Somebody please take the dice. <laughs> okay, Danny, um... All right, I'll do it. It's oh, 34. Wow. <laughs> That's happening. Okay. Right. And in that case, in that case, yeah. then um, <sighs> then then uh, Scotty has to be Danny McBride. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, no. No, uh, no. Okay. Not Scotty. Bones. Not Scotty. Bones. Bones. Bones yeah. Danny McBride. All right. Like I don't know I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it, it makes, makes when it lies. lies. I think mean, uh, Bones 24. would be the um, the kid from Arrested Development whose name I'm blanking on. Oh, Michael Sarah? Yeah, he was in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There. Michael Sarah Eisenberg. They're interchangeable. He was in this movie. Yeah. Yes, he was. He got, he got impaled. Uh, it hits a 15. Oh. Yeah, that's, no, that's a no go. <laughs> that's right. Michael Sarah's fine without us putting in stuff. Christopher Walken, if you guys okay, yeah, that's it. The High Priestess. <laughs> Damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go ahead and transfer the power to you. We Are haven't you done this in a while. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Okay. I think we I'm rolling for that break. one. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I did it to twenty-eight. <laughs> so, All right. Are you sure? Are you sure? Warning this one in. It hasn't done it. In the, oh. Wait, Chris, what's that SNL character you always reference? Uh, the, 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 the uh, Continental? The Continental. Yeah. yeah. The Champagne. Are you sure? I got to use Champagne if it don't work. <laughs> don't go away. <laughs> It'll feel well, where better. Where you going? The door is locked. Oh, my bones. We don't know if this will actually work on you. You're a human. <laughs> <laughs> you understand your risk. <laughs> I am down with that. It's like, once you go, you can't stop. You've never stopped. No. <laughs> this is all why we do this show. Yep. <laughs> really, it just kind of happened. <laughs> oh, my God. And you feel it the way you do. <gasps> Two bodies. Uh... <laughs> 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 
Uh, <laughs> you, almost, you almost made him spit out his water. That was great. I, I haven't gotten him to do that in a while. Oh. It's been a long while, yeah. When I first when I first joined up with this podcast, my goal each episode was to was to make him lose it. Oh, it's like so especially funny. when he's taking a drink, it's like, oh god, I need to hit him now. Yeah. <laughs> There was one where you almost did it. We had very expensive mics in that studio. Oh, yeah. That studio was very expensive mics. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anybody get anything else? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of reeling on the Christopher Walken. Should we do uh, anything about the dog? Ooh. Place with Scrappy Doo. Rolf. Then we'd all want him to die. Yeah. 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 It wouldn't be, it would destroy his motivation. Oh, him, I'm yeah. sorry, sir. And we then he wouldn't fight Rolf. Kirk so hard. And then he wouldn't have gotten kicked off the cliff. And then it would have changed the ending. Yeah. And yeah. then the, then the whole, the rest of that little, that trilogy would have gone weird. But then the fourth movie probably wouldn't have happened. No, and then the, but the fourth movie is great. See, everything changes. Crappy <laughs> devil. Fourth one's great and the sixth one's great. I think it was like every, ah, every you could say every odd one was bad. Yeah. 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 It's supposed yeah. to be every odd one is bad until you get to a certain point. Then the odd ones start being good. And like the way to fix that is to put Galaxy Quest in at some point. Because let's face it, Galaxy Quest is basically a Star Trek movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brent Spiner said we should have done this. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I'm not sure where you place it in, like, I read this article a while ago that, like, how you put that in there defines yeah. which of the Star Trek movies are the bad ones. Yeah, true. There's a, there's a great Galaxy Quest documentary. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a funny, but, uh, have you, have you seen it, it was really good. I wish McCoy was almost the director. Um, Oh God, uh, uh, Harold Ramis! Oh my God, that, that would be amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was great as is, but with creative her. differences, and um, you know, I don't think a lot of people wanted Tim Allen, and I think the director. It was just one of those situations where I don't even just think the director that ultimately got it had that much experience, but it was just it was just it's like a perfect movie. It really is. Mm-hmm. I think that's on. Amazon Prime. I actually saw. I didn't actually watch it the whole thing because I actually meant to bring it up to you, Dan. What the, the documentary? That, the documentary because I saw that it was available to stream. So okay. it's, it's on one of the streaming services. I'm just not sure which at the moment. We'll figure it out. Dang. Yeah, that's a. I, I need to figure it out too myself. Oh well. Yeah. And you you've seen Galaxy Quest. Yeah, right? I have. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. It's been a while. Oh, inside out transporter accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the animal turned inside out. And then it exploded. Yeah, it's been it's been a while, but man, it's, it's called Never Surrender. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're right, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. That does yeah, sound I very think familiar. It's supposedly on Amazon. I think it's on Prime. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think yeah, it's on Prime. So I'm just looking it up as we're talking. It's okay. uh, yeah, it's on Prime. Okay. Looks like if you have Prime, you can watch it. Yes, you do. Sweet. You know what I'm doing tomorrow? Yeah. yeah I need to rewatch that. Yeah. We'll talk. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap this one up. So we are continuing on Star Trek for the next few months. I want to thank Perfume.com for actually giving us a hand with this and actually making me smell these. And I also want to say that I have changed my mind about Tiberius being blue because I actually saw the bottle and the color. And yes, okay, it is the right color. It's true. Because uh, in the original series, Command is yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Or sorry, gold. Yeah. So, and yes. 
Jeff, do you have any uh, other plugs or anything else you want to put in here before we wrap up here? Uh, no, just everyone check out my website, jeffisfunny.com. Mm-hmm. The podcast is Live from Detroit, The Jeff Dwoskin Show. I had a really great time. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, thank you for being a part of it. You are welcome back any point in time. Absolutely. This was a blast. Yeah, any point in time you want. You have my contact information, so please, please, please knock on the door figuratively. And uh, we will also, uh, we extend it anytime, man. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, so we are Movie Theater Time Machine. It's always a pleasure to have you here. We want to say be good, take care of yourself, and take care of each other. Yeah.